Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Here with me today on Tell Dell Tuesday is Cliff and Kathy Caldwell out of Corpus Christi, who currently own around 788 units, is what it says here on the piece of paper. Multiple different properties that their owners in have also owned other properties and gone through them like most investors. They're do what we call the natural progression of a real estate investor. Uh, to get us started here today, this uh, couple uh, is sharing their story with us from two different locations. I'm glad you guys could make it. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Dale. How are you? Great. Glad to have you guys with us. Um, really appreciate you knowing that you're in a very um, busy situation in your family life right now. But we'll get back to that in a moment. Uh, let's talk, first of all, about why you guys both started looking into something and, uh, you know, that boat rental thing or, you know, uh, what, what was it that made you decide that you wanted something different? A good court, by the way, I just got to get this out there. Gas consultant for Cliff, Kathy, president of uh, Contractors Association. Uh, big jobs, you know, good jobs, career jobs. Uh, so something happened. What happened? I think Dale, Kathy, and I both are have always had kind of the entrepreneurial spirit, wanted to do something, just didn't know what. Uh, when we um, met each other, we talked a lot and uh, knew that we wanted to do something where we could earn um, a living together and work together. Um, so we were out looking for different things that we could do, and we had stumbled across this uh, franchise business, and we were we were seriously looking into it. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of the beginning, and that's pre, before we had any knowledge of real estate, before we knew anything about Lifestyles Unlimited. Uh, we didn't learn about Lifestyles Unlimited until I went to a company meeting uh, with my W two employer at the time, and one of the other members um, in LU also worked at the same company I did. He shared with me some some golden nuggets from the map, and I was hooked. This stimulated you to look into it further, but uh, little birdie tells me that Kathy was quite the pessimist to this whole thing. <laughs> so I started as soon as uh, Sean had shared with me uh, about LU. Uh, Sean and I had previously had talked about uh, rental homes and real estate investing. Uh, he told me to start listening to the podcast. So. Dale, I have listened to your radio show for, well, I still, I was listening to it last night, but I have listened to you on airplanes, going international, driving cars for the last five years. Uh, but in the beginning, I was trying to get Kathy to, hey, why don't you listen to some of these podcasts? It's about real estate investing. And um, she uh, was not really interested, to say the least. Um, Kathy, do you have any comments on that? I, Adele, I can remember like just driving through town, probably going to grab dinner or something. And he says, Hey, Hey, I just want you to listen to this real quick. And you came on, turn that off. I don't want to listen to it. I'm not into this Ponzi scheme thing. I'm so embarrassed. It was, it was, I really had, I really wanted nothing to do with it. (laughs) 
So, Kathy, from looking in from the outside and now knowing what we are, 35 years existence, 50,000 clients, retired thousands and thousands of people, made hundreds of millions of dollars with people, for people, by people. Um, looking in from the outside, what do you see? I mean, I know no one can see exactly what we are. I mean, it's even once you right. join, it takes a while to really, really absorb how big we are. But what did you see? Or what did you think well, you saw? Put it that way. And what were the, the worst fears that you could have? A recommendation made is, you know, refinance the house and sell the new boat we just bought and, you know, you know, reevaluate your retirement accounts. And I'm like, there's no way. I'm just not doing all of those safety net things for me. Like, I've worked real hard to get, you know, to, to, to accumulate all that. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, five years into this now, we've refinanced the house twice. First thing we did was sell the brand new boat. And um, I mean, in our 401ks, we no longer have, but it, with no regrets. No regrets. You, you talk about how you retire people. Cliff and I are both retired from our W 2 jobs. I mean, we still have full time jobs, you know, working our real estate investments as, um, as lease. But uh, it's just not the same thing as, as having to report to an office, report to your boss, you know, and supervisors. It, it, you know, it's just not the same thing. We're real estate retired, and we love every minute of it. So get out your, get out your life scale, you know. You can just see this thing sit in front of you, and you're going to weigh out things in your life. Which has more value, your life or a boat? Oh, definitely our life. Like we sold, we, we bought the boat, Dell. We spent a whole a lot of crazy money. We don't even own, it's probably more than my first house that, that we purchased. My ex-husband and I had purchased. It was cost more than that. But we sold it. We were able to reinvest that money into an eight-unit IRO that Cliff and I purchased together. And... um we have never, and we've never looked back. We bought a, we bought a boat. We still have a boat. There's still a boat in the backyard, but it's not that boat. But it does everything we need it to do. It gets us out there. We go fishing. We enjoy our time. And don't even get me started with time. We have time that we never had before. Now, it's it's just been, um, it's life changing, absolutely without a doubt. So I don't want to sound like Dave Ramsey at all, not even close. Uh, I believe you can afford anything you want if you just work on the assets and the income first and then come back and buy it later. Um, So I think if you you build your investments up large enough, you can afford to have that boat. Uh, Obviously, you know, there's other things in life, including little life challenges that you're going through right now that, that get in the way of that. Even you go, you know, I don't even know if I want the boat sometimes. It's like the, I, I tried to buy a yacht. And so I went with all my friends that had yachts, and I I went for weekend after weekend after weekend with different people. And every weekend I got done going, God, I'm glad I don't own this boat. <laughs> because you have to clean it. You have to store it. You have to gas it up. You have to bring beer onto it. you know. And I thought, man, that's, that's right. an awful lot of stuff to do to go out on a boat for a few hours. And I started wondering, and I talked to the guy at, at the wherever you dock your boat, whatever those things are called. And the guy goes, yeah, you can rent one of these things. <laughs> <laughs> you can <Yep>. rent one. <laughs> we do, I go, rent, oh my we gosh. do rent the big boats, Dell. We rent the big boats. We go to Cabo. 
We rent a big boat. We do offshore fishing. But our boat in the backyard is a bay boat. It's not that big, and it is hanging in the boat lift in the backyard, so it's a lot easier to load and leave. You don't have to, you know, put it in a marina or anything like that. So we're very yeah. fortunate where we live in Corpus. We're right on the water. Yeah, I have nothing against boats. It's and I have nothing. Against, oh, I, yeah. I tried that with motorhomes too, and I couldn't buy a motorhome <laughs> either. Went weeks with friends everywhere, and I go, man, you know, this is really great. I'm just glad I don't own one. I even have a house that has a motorhome garage, believe it or not, and I don't own oh. a motorhome. So, all right, let's move. <laughs> Let's move on here because that's just something I, I thought that was interesting because uh, it, it's it's very common for one spouse to get excited about hearing about this and the other spouse go just stick their nose up here and go, no way, uh-uh. And I want to find out from each of you, if I could, um, what each of your takeaways were. What were the aha moments? For me, when, uh, when you all talk about uh, the school system, the education system, you know, you, they want you to go to school, get good grades, you know, graduate high school, go to college, you know, get your degree, get a job, work hard, save money in your 401k. And then, you know, when you get re- ready to retire, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to hope you die before you run out of money. Like I, that's exactly what we were doing. I, that's not how I wanted to do this life. I wanted to have more freedom. I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to have to worry about running out of money. So what in, in what we were doing touched that bone for you? I mean, it, it just felt more like something I could do. To me, the stock market's complicated. I didn't, my, my grandfather was in IBM and Apple, you know, way back in the day. Those just were not options for us, you know, and this just made sense. It made, it sounded like something that we could, um, we could learn, that we could do the support system with, um, with lifestyles is there to help, you know, through the whole process. And, and, uh, and it just, it just really, I was ready. Cliff, you, you were listening to all us on the radio and on podcast before you came in. Um, you were a little more positive about approaching this, dragging your wife in. Uh, what epiphanies did you come away with and go, boy, I didn't even think about that. In other words, you'd already came in, was, you were excited, but now what did you learn that was just blew you away that you didn't know? Well, for one, I didn't know regular people could own apartment communities. So when we discovered that, that was a light bulb moment when I discovered that we could do a cash out refinance once you've increased the performance of a property. That was like, that was the golden ticket right there. And then we could rent and repeat that money and, and buy, buy another deal or invest passively with other people. That was, that was the hugest moment I thought that's for me. It's almost like it's magic money, isn't it? It's like you just create money out of thin air. <laughs> it just doesn't. I, I remember seeing the faces on people when I would show them that in the two days. It's just it would, their li- face would light up and they go, you can't do that. Really? What? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but you, you have to take that money and, and reinvest it into more assets that, that continue to cash flow and continue to have those events. You just can't refinance and go buy that boat again. You need to keep reinvesting that, that capital uh, until you build up enough to where you have plenty of cash flow. Uh, so that, that right there in itself was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we can do this. I, I can't believe, Dale, everybody is not doing this. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. In life, there's a lot of things out there that a lot of people should do, right? We should all be in good health. We should all have good nutritional habits, but we don't. So it's just uh, not something that they teach in school. So the average person doesn't know. 
And oh. um, when you came out of this two-day, and she's got her nails in your arm by lunch of the first day, Cliff, uh, yeah. telling you that, hey, we got to do this stuff. When you walked away, what was your idea of the first stuff you were going to do? How did you see your progression as a real estate investor happening? And then did it actually happen the way you saw it? It, it did, Dell. Um, the first thing we needed to do was get plugged into the education, and that's exactly what we did. When we when we when we wrote the check to Lifestyles Unlimited, and we got plugged into all the systems and, and set up on the portals, boom, we started doing all the education. We started with our passive certificate, certificate, then we did our core, then we did our lead training. We just one right after the other. Once we got through the education, boom, we found a passive deal to go into, and it was scary at first to go down to the bank and wire the money. Now it's like super fun every time I get to do that. Like, What's the money for? <laughs> well, I'm in an apartment community. And they're like, oh, wow. So we, we, we it, it kind of went down like, like I thought uh, or like I was hoping. And if we just stay plugged into the map, stay within the guardrails of the map, I believe our investing um our investing will be absolutely successful. And it has been. We- you know, you, the thing about the bank clip, I got to tell a story. I hate to take time away from your story, but this is just so funny. I, I had to close on a deal the other day, or, or I had to wire some money and so, get some documents signed. I walked in the bank, and they they know who I am, quite obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a long line of people waiting to get in, and they, they had to do this sign-in thing online and wait to get themselves a banker. And I walked in. And I said, hey, man, uh, I need to get this thing done. Guy popped up out of his office, came and grabbed me, took me right in to do it. And some dude out in the waiting room, rightfully so, started screaming and yelling at the bankers. You know, why did he get to go in there? Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I told the guy, I'm sorry, man, I shouldn't have done that. But uh, it it is interesting when you get to go to these bank things, it really becomes a lot more fun. Uh, mm-hmm. signing away your money or sending your money away and signing documents and all that stuff than it is the first time. The first, did, Do you remember your first closing of when you closed on a deal yourself as an IRO? I, I do. I remember it very well. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about that. We'll be right back with Cliff, Kathy, Caldwell, and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Need more unconventional wisdom that will set you free? Subscribe to Lifestyles Unlimited on YouTube and binge content that will actually help you get where you want to go in life from people who are already there. With over 50,000 members and 32 years of proven success, there's so much more we want to share with you than what we have time for on the radio. On YouTube, we go beyond our shows and feature our best content from podcasts, interviews, expo, master's tour, fireside chats, special events, and more. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. 
Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Del Tuesday is Cliff and Kathy Caldwell out of Corpus Christi. And uh, we're discussing what their thoughts were as far as the plan they had when they came out of the two-day to compare that to how they made the progression as a real estate investor. How did you guys see that you were going to start, and what was your plan? Uh, Dale, I believe we knew we ultimately uh, wanted to be leads slash IROs. So after we took the education, we did a few passive deals, and then we wanted to be leads because that's kind of the direction we needed to go, but we plugged into the mentorship with LU, and – our mentor said, I don't want you to be a lead right now. I want you to go out and find a small uh, IRO, independent rental owner, and buy it all by yourself and learn the nuts and bolts of the business. So I said, well, okay, that's what we'll do. That's what they recommend. That's what we're going to do. So uh, we'd found a small, rundown, eight-unit apartment complex community, and um, I was able to run the numbers, uh, meet with the mentor, he said, this is a good deal. You should buy it. I'm like, well, okay. So we did it. So I remember being at closing and we, we had tremendous help all the way up to that point. We got to closing. They handed us a pile of keys and Kathy and I looked at each other like, Oh my gosh, what do we do now? (laughs) But guess what? We have operations consultants at that, from that point on. And I think we were on the phone with Teresa, one or two times a day, every day for, for quite a while, learning how to run our small eight-unit apartment community. And that's kind of how it started. Once we got through the renovations and lease up, you know, or replacing the residents in it, then we were ready to move into a lead role. And so that's kind of how it happened. And now we've done a, a multiple lead roles since, since the eight unit. Kathy, were you surprised that not only did we have a multimillionaire mentor to to guide you this way as to what to do to make you know your first move, but that we actually had consultants, operational consultants that you could use on a daily basis? To be honest, Del, um, that's the most important part to me. Cliff handles buying and selling, and when we get those keys, he actually hands them to me, and I take <laughs> over from there. So, like, Teresa is my best friend. I, I I really did have her on speed dial. I really did call her all the time. Um, it was a it was a small little property, but it was a rough little property with some of the residents that were in it. But um, but boy, she she got us through. I mean, through every single thing that happened, she got us through it. Um, I, I still talk to Teresa regularly, but um, but it's not like it used to be. We've learned a lot. We've come a long way. Like Cliff said, we we've had several deals. Um, already, and uh, and so I don't have to call her as often as I used to. But boy, having her there and available to help me was um, oh, we couldn't have done it without without the consultants, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. We need to we needed to learn the nuts and bolts of the business on our own ourselves. Now, Dale, I know where the keys are at, but I don't know which door they go to, and I have somebody else open the door for me. Yeah. <laughs> at least you know where the keys are at. <laughs> yeah. We, we uh, do know where the keys are at. That's it. We don't know the key code, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what what key goes to what. They have a secret code. I don't know. Yeah. I get you. It's it's important that they have that code so people can't figure out which keys go where. Uh, Absolutely. So 
I look at this stuff as always interesting is, you know, education in any form. It's it's funny how you struggle and you think that it looks difficult and then you get a question answered. Okay, you got that. But in no time at all, it's like you're building muscles. I mean, you know, you do your one sit up and it kills you for a week. You're sore. Come Mm -hmm. back and do 10 the next time. You go, well, I wonder how it went from one to 10. And then, you you know, a month later, you're doing 100 of them. Do you feel that way in this business that just now it just all comes second nature most 99% of the time? Absolutely. 99% of the time it's second nature. Um, Mm -hmm. We went through, you know, growing pains in the beginning. We had to learn a lot of information and learn uh, the business. Now it's uh, relatively easy. We still learn a lot all the time, but it's, we, we kind of have a grasp on what to, what to do now. So, Kathy, you took that money out of your house. You took some money out of your 401K. What kind of returns did you guys get? Do you like 1% or 2 or 4% on this? these two apartments you bought, this 8-unit and 36-unit? What, you know, what are we looking at here, 4 or 5% return? What did you guys earn? Uh, on the 8-unit, Dell, when it was all said and done in two years, we did 168% return. Is that okay, Kathy? I mean, it was... <laughs> It's fantastic. It's it's, it's yeah. really gotten us to. It's really allowed us to grow more. So, guys, you got to think about this out there in the world of radio. You've got let's take any number, a hundred thousand dollars. You make a hundred and sixty-eight percent return means you have two hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars now. You have the hundred you started with. You made a hundred sixty-eight percent return. That means you have two hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. You've you know, almost, uh, well, it's 168% gain. So, duh, I was going to try to reinvent numbers there. I don't want to interrupt you, Dale, but I have to tell you, where else can you get returns like that in two years? Like, there's no place else for us to turn 150, you know, so fast. It was, it's just, it's been amazing. Other than working in the government, (laughs) <laughs> getting insider trading tips, I don't know. Um, you don't believe in stealing money. No, I don't either. And that's why I went to real estate. Right. <laughs> so the second deal you did, the 36 unit, what, how was that? In fact, did you do that one after the eight unit? Was that the next we deal? Did. We did. Well, we did it. Uh, once we had the eight unit stabilized, we were ready to take on a lead deal. And we found an opportunity. We took the opportunity Uh, We did our first lead syndication on that property, and in 18 months, we returned just probably, I think it was 111, 112% to our investors when we sold it. During COVID, though, we bought it during COVID, and we were able to buy it and sell it in 18 months with 112% return to the investors. And everybody else was going out of business during this time. Yes. That's amazing. really is. You know, you, you look at this thing, and I, I, as a somebody who's been in some passive deals, I'm normally an IRO investor myself, or I'm a lead. Uh, when circumstances dictate, like the market's falling apart, and nobody else can get loans, but I can go buy stuff 50 cents on the dollar, that's when I become an, uh, you know, a lead. But in this situation, as a passive investor, I've found that the beginners and the small deals are always the best deals to get into. And the reason is because a beginner is willing to listen to the consultant and do what they say. Number two, 
they want out of this small deal so they can grow. So they they want to turn that thing around very quickly. And it's very easy to get eight new tenants and turn the thing around and get your gain and get out. And uh, it's a lot harder to turn around 300 units. <laughs> you know, tell somebody, well, we're going to turn this thing around. Go, yeah, sure. You've you, you've never done a 300 unit yet, have you? You know, um, mm-hmm. so it's it's a whole different. So I really like those small deals. Let's talk about uh, where you're at right now. You're on up. You went from uh, that deal, right, which is 36. You bought another 33, and then another 120. What what did you do here? So the first two that we spoke about both have sold. Uh, we bought um, a 33-unit community of townhomes last year in February. Uh, we renovated, and we've done a lot of work to that property, um, and we've turned over all the leases. We've raised rents on that property anywhere from 50 to 75 percent uh, across the board. It, it, it was a mom-and-pop-run property. Um, a lot of mom and pop uh, deferred maintenance uh, that we had to fix, and they were they liked to keep it at a hundred percent, so they kept the rent super cheap. And so when we took over, we you know we saw that going into it. Um, we took over and we immediately started repositioning leases. Um, so that one is um, we're looking at possibly refinancing it later this year. Um, and then our 120 unit we also bought last year. Uh, we've done, done a lot of renovating on that property. Um, anybody else, family members or anybody? Actually, uh, Kathy's mom and dad are pig members. So that's a plus. And they're in uh, numerous deals throughout the LU. They're in some of our deals. They're in with other leads uh, within Lifestyles. And they've done fantastic so far. That's great. By the way, for people listening, PIG stands for Preferred Investor Group, and I did not make that up to stand for PIG. Somebody came up, the first time I ever signed someone up as a preferred investor, which meant you got to work with me personally. <laughs> girl comes running out of the room goes, I'm a PIG, I'm a PIG, I'm a PIG. It blew my mind. I said, well, I didn't pick yeah. that acronym very well, did I? Uh, but I then it, Yeah, it kind of worked out because PIGs won it all, right? It's, right. Mm-hmm. And now we have PIGlets, too. Um. Kathy, you're you're currently visiting your son in the hospital, I believe, or somewhere. Uh, yeah. What does it mean to you to be able to be there by your son while he's going through medical condition? So, okay, now I'm going to cry. That's in okay. January, he was diagnosed with leukemia. He's 20 years old, and um, talk about a showstopper for us, right? So um, we checked into the hospital. January 9th, he was diagnosed January 12th, and we didn't come home from the hospital until February 14th. And um, it's just been a long ride, but he is doing very well. And, uh, you know, we're all just grateful that I have the freedom to be able to be here with him and and support him and uh, help him through all of this. You know, while Cliff is at home with my other son, taking care of him and we do have an older son too um and uh and he's been able to hold the fort down while i have to kind of put things on hold and come up here and take care of him regularly and it's been uh it's been great to have the ability to not have to worry about um answering to my my supervisors and my bosses in the past 
and uh, and still be able to. I, I I can do so much here. You know, that month that I was in the hospital, <laughs> Cliff brought my computer, he brought my printer, he brought my scanner, he brought paper, check paper. I was mailing invoices, mailing payments for invoices from the hospital and still being able to get the job done, you know, from here. And and I just, you know, to have the freedom to be able to do all of this, it's it's just been it's just been unbelievable. You know, things happen for a reason in life and I meet people all the time and I was in a meeting the other day with a bunch of people that weren't lifestyles members and they seem to believe in general the population out there in America believes that stuff just happens to you and that you're stuck and that that's it. No response to it. And Viktor Frankl, who was in uh, a Nazi concentration camp, said, you can take away my physical freedom, you can't take away my mental freedom. And in other words, life gives you stuff. And if you've arranged your life in such a way that you can deal with that stuff, then you can deal with it. And if you can't, if you're broke, you wouldn't be there. If you had to work 12 hours a day, you wouldn't be there. And you did the right things, and so you're there. And God bless you. Guys, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it and sharing your personal stuff and all your real estate stuff. And for the rest of you out there, remember this. Cliff and Kathy, it's not just the money. It's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.